Welcome to the Liver Alone Podcast, the podcast where two nerds who consume a whole lot of horror discuss their favorite pieces of horror media. From movies and TV shows to video games, novels, and everything in between. Because this is a spooky world, and we're just thriving in it. I'm your host, Sarah, the survivalist in your slasher friend group that will put up a lasting fight, but inevitably die because only the final girl can survive. And I'm your host, Ian, the fearless fighter in your slasher friend group that tries to save the day but ends up dying because physical strength just doesn't win in horror. In today's episode, we're talking about a horror movie that rose to the top, exceeded expectations, and surpassed milestones such as becoming entertainment company A24's highest grossing horror film to date, beating out Hereditary, and is A24's second highest grossing film, period, Talk To Me. All right, so brief synopsis of Talk To Me. What is it all about? When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits with an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill and high-stakes party game until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. We watched this movie about, like, two times now at this point. Do you remember the, the little details? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, before we kick things off... We're going to start with a game, as always, and this one's going to be a fun one. It is a round of trivia creeping it real. And I'm fingers crossed that you don't know the trivia here because you are known to check that out after you watch a movie. And we saw it twice, so let's see. The first one is, well, we'll start off easy. True or false? The directors are known for being YouTubers. I don't know this. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, I don't know this. We've definitely discussed this before. True? Yes. Okay. They are, they're YouTubers. They started their career, let's say, as YouTubers, and then this was their first... Directorial... Directorial. Debut. Debut. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so that one was kind of an easy one, because I'm pretty sure we talked about it, but the second question is also true or false. Talk to me is A24's highest grossing horror film ever. You kind of said that at the beginning? I kind of said it in the beginning, yeah. Uh, yes, it is, or is Hereditary the number one? Well, it's their second highest grossing film ever. All right, so it's false. So it's false. So Hereditary number one then, right? I don't think Hereditary is number one in terms of A24's films, period, because they don't only do horror. Let's quickly look up A24's highest grossing film. It's Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, yeah. You gotta see that one. I haven't seen that one yet. Then it's Talk to Me. Then it's Hereditary. Wow. So that's pretty awesome. We have to talk about Hereditary. Don't worry, y'all. We'll definitely talk about it. But how many hands were made in total as a backup for the one in the movie in case that one got damaged? Zero. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, five? No. You're uh, close. Four? <laughs> no, it's six. Oh, shit. I don't know why specifically six. There was a lot going on with that hand. I, wanted to get, I actually wanted to buy one, but it's mad expensive. <laughs> yeah, there's like an official one, right? Yeah, this A24 has like a shop in the selling it. Nice. That would be kind of cool, but also kind of scary to have. It yeah. kind of gives the Ouija board vibes, but we'll get into it. The next question is, two producers on this movie made another underground horror movie. What horror movie was that? And the hint is... It's also Australian. Oh, and were they speaking Australian in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I can't, I can't remember. Um, There's a very well-known Australian horror movie that is, like, iconic at this point. Uh, nah, I can't remember. All right, I'll give it to you. It's The Babadook. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> now that you say it, you're like, oh, obviously. Yeah, I remember shit. when I wrote this down, I'm like, you're going to get this. But if you haven't thought about it in a while. Yeah. Because like, just to pinpoint Australia, like, ah, uh, shit. Yeah. But they also produced this movie. Oh, that was A24? I don't know if it was A24, but same producers. Nice. 
Okay, cool. And then there's a bonus question. It's not a question, just a bonus fun fact for the listeners because I couldn't think of another one. But the main characters, you probably don't know this, the main characters are all dressed and portrayed as different characters in the opening scene. Wait, what? So you know the scene where we're kind of walking through a party and we see the first victim of this whole situation? Yeah. The brother? Yeah. In the party, all of the main characters of the movie are there. Shit, for real? I I didn't even see them. (laughs) And they're portrayed as completely different characters. When we watched it the second time for for this episode, I couldn't find them. I gotta look up pictures. I gotta see this. Maybe we gotta like w- rewatch the yeah, opening scene. Yeah, because this is like uh, this is crazy. I didn't want to spoil it for you, so I didn't say anything. But when we rewatched it, I was looking out for them. I could not find them, so they were very well blended in. They probably changed their hair, yeah, their clothes, like because it because they all wore like a certain kind of clothes. Yeah, they were very like on brand throughout the entire movie when it came to their yeah. wardrobe. But yeah. Cool. Okay, so let's move on to the discussion. First of all, why did we pick this piece of content? Let me just say, when we started doing season one of this podcast, we did a few live streams, and at that time, Talk to Me had just come out, and everybody in our live streams were commenting and telling us to watch Talk to Me, and it just became a thing after that. All of our friends, all of our colleagues just started asking us, like, hey, did you see Talk to Me? And we're like, no, we haven't seen Talk to Me, but we know that we need to see it. And then eventually we we're like, okay, we need to sit down and watch this movie. Yeah, we're just wait. I guess we were just waiting for it to go to go in theaters or having time to go. But we I bought we bought the movie. Oh, that's why we didn't see it because we didn't go to the theater. And then by the time we heard all of this talk, it was like slowly leaving the theater. Yeah, like they wanted to rush it out for on demand video on demand, which so, worked out. Yeah, so instead of renting it, I I just bought it. So, yeah, and it was that good. Yeah, it was a worth it buy. So you can watch sure. it. You can watch it anytime you want now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why it kind of took us a while, and that's why it ended up being in season two rather than season one. But it worked out, and needless to say, I think it's clear we really like the movie. Yeah. It's one of our favorite movies. Definitely one of my favorite movies from 2023. It could be real. Oh yeah. What well, wait? It could be real. It could be real life shit happening. <laughs> With the hand possession? Yeah, you never know. I mean, I, I talked about this in the intro, but I kind of look at the hand as almost like a modern day Ouija board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Is it? Is it not? Yeah, but it brings like the dead stuff into reality. So it's like... It's like another step up. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because with the Ouija board, it's just the board moving. And then once it goes to another level, that's when it becomes like shit got real. But with the hand, it kind of just starts off with shit getting real because yeah. it's possessing you from the very get-go. Okay, so why do we like it so much? Well, first off, it has an amazing production. I feel like that was the first thing that was on my mind when we started watching this. It was so well done. It can be a simple story. It can be a simple horror movie. But if it's done really well, that just takes it to another level when it comes to like cheesy, corny really crappy horror movies to a really good horror movie so i think a plus on the production front yeah the the way that it transitions the editing the editing the quality the music choices it was really good and there's a song in that movie that is like trending on tiktok now you know the the montage when they just keep using the hand over and over and over again and then she starts singing that shit was oh yeah that shit was funny how how they made her sing the song. Yeah. I was like, I thought it was like, oh, it's just a song in the background. And then she's singing it. 
<laughs> yeah. Sorry, that shit was funny. I started laughing at that shit, even though it was like, it like breaks, it was freaky. <laughs> it breaks the fourth wall. Is, is that yeah. what they call it? It was definitely that, and it was really funny. Yeah. That was a good scene. It's also really fun. I think the pacing is like really great. It starts off very intense. The opening scene is extremely intense, and it doesn't waver too much after that opening scene. You think that there's like a huge long buildup, or sometimes that will happen in movies, but there's not a huge buildup. Things are starting on a high note from the very beginning, and things progressively happen throughout the entirety of the movie. So it's just. It has good pacing and keeps your interest throughout the entire thing. Is it a two-hour-long movie? I think it's like Check less. it out. I think it's less. But, yeah, it's, it's good because it goes, like, it goes up and out, up and out. Like, you know, like something's going to happen, something yeah. bad happens, and you're like, how do you get out of this? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, it's only an hour and a half. Yeah. So it's not too long these days. An hour and a half is not long of a movie at all. But, um... It still the pacing was really was done really well and you got everything done in an hour and a half. I love movies nowadays that are actually movie length and not like super long movie length. You know me, I don't have patience for two plus hour long movies. If you can get it done in an hour and a half, is it really necessary to have a two to three hour movie all nope. the time? And it, and it had good uh, character development. Yeah. Like you cared about all the characters and you knew exactly what each character would put into place. Exactly. This movie proves my point. You don't need to have a two-hour-long movie to have a good movie. And, and all, for it to be successful. And also, all the actors were new. We'd never seen them before. And they all did a great job. So it was like so great acting. Yeah. So, so true. Believable. Actors I've never seen. Believe, and I, yeah. I'm pretty sure the main character, this was her first movie ever. Yeah. A lot of them is the first movie ever. And it was like, they're really believable. Like that, you could tell that that their family in the, in the movie. Love that. Yeah. It was really good. Another thing about it being like just fun i feel like you're experiencing all of the things that are associated with the hand alongside the kids like you're you really feel like you're alongside them in the process does that make sense yeah like say you do something with your friends and then you all experience it yeah and you're all laughing and stuff and then all of a sudden some shit is wrong it's like say like smoking or something like smoking weed or something like a drug yeah. So like alcohol, you you're all drinking and you're all having fun, and then somebody fucks up and starts throwing <laughs> up, and then you and then you gotta go to the doctor or the hospital or some shit like that. Somebody gets hurt. It's just, it's the same exact thing. I guess they that's how they wrote the story because it was because they were all like kids having fun. I one hundred happen. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree with you. I think it's one hundred percent like similar to substance use. I feel like they treated it, especially in the montage and when the kids hung out and had these had these parties, they treated it like as if it was the substance, the party, the party drug, yeah. if that makes sense. Which is probably why it got out of hand to begin with, right? Because exactly as drugs are, when you're in a party setting, things get out of hand. Somebody gets hurt. <laughs> Law enforcement gets involved and then it becomes a thing. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a really good idea. Like, what if they did base it on that? <laughs> Because it looks because switch it switch the um hand with like a drug you like exactly and then one person becomes a little bit too dependent on it because of the loss of their parent that yeah, kind of is yeah. how it was with the main character and then a kid uses it too young oh, and yeah. dies or see, almost dies see I gave you guys ideas to make I think your own movie one hundred percent one hundred percent I think that's a perfect like analogy is drug use yeah. addiction. What's the other thing? What's another thing? Oh, like the the dealer, the dealer didn't want to get in trouble with the law enforcement, so they kind of like got themselves out of the situation. Yeah. 
and they didn't want the hand anymore like you keep, they're like yeah you could keep yeah. it so you don't want the drug anymore you can keep it yeah you can definitely look at it as that yeah. and then also the mother had mental health issues so it was kind of like a history of perhaps a substance abuse kind of thing and then the daughter yeah getting access to it dang yeah so that's exactly that's probably how they wrote the story how they i love it. that yeah. that's kind of cool to see like a dual meeting that is very straightforward you can really follow along cool you t- so that's how you make a movie you just think of a world problem and then just switch it up and up isn't that where some of the best ideas come from you take something super basic but then you add layers and layers onto it and then become something incredible like if we think about hereditary as well it it comes from a basic like legend folk tale story and then they added layers to it but we'll talk about that yeah. on another time <laughs> Okay, another thing why we loved it so much, it was disturbing as yeah, hell. Uh, once again, movies from A24, such as Hereditary, Midsummer, stuff like that, sometimes you can look at those movies and they're not like super horror, straight in your face, kind of like blood, gore, slasher, stuff like that. Sometimes the movie will mostly be like pacing, drama, story building, and then there are just some moments that are disturbing. But damn, the disturbing moments in this movie are disturbing. For example, the biggest thing with the kid getting yeah. possessed by the hand and him smashing his face. Yeah, over. I, I I didn't understand that shit. I'm like, what do you mean he didn't get it? Did they want him to die so that he could come back? with them? It's like weird. That was weird. Like you want to keep going into you you don't. All right, so you pass you possessed the a uh, body. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to feel like how it is to be in the body? Why are you damaging that body? You're like, what? I think they wanted his, like, soul. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I understand that part, but I'm like, why are you damaging his body? So he could be, like, brain dead and you could just take over his body? I'm, what? I'm pretty sure. That's probably what it is, right? I'm pretty sure. So that he won't have his brain anymore and you'll have his body? Basically. Just make him but into, you'll be like... you'll be fucking hurt and bloody? <laughs> like... I guess not the spirit yeah. of it, right? Or whatever it was that possessed him yeah it was like another place so it was more of like a mind thing it wasn't necessarily the importance of preserving the body maybe just enough so that he wasn't dead but they took over yeah because i guess it was like um they went inside of his body and remember it was like what two minutes or 90 minutes 90 seconds or something yeah Yeah. so if you go over the 90 seconds then that body's supposed to possess that um, ghost was possess your body. So that's probably what it was. They were trying to take his body. Yeah, it was but, definitely uh, But that. damaging the body, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I think they just didn't want him to be strong enough to escape yeah. what they were setting him up for. And because he was also... A kid, yeah. A kid. Well, there's different loopholes. You have to get the story in, right? <laughs> I think it made sense. Yeah. I think it does make sense. It's just very succinct. So when you're watching it, like, I feel like when the... When we watched it for the first time, we didn't really get it 100% the first time because we were watching for the first time. We were just experiencing it. The second time that we watched it and we knew kind of what it was about, everything fell into place properly. It was just so succinct that there was no delay or lapse in time where if you're just watching it for the first time, you're just going to get it. You have to like think about it. Yeah, we definitely have to watch it the second time. Yeah, the second time helped us kind of fine tune what the movie was really Mm -hmm. about. The first time we watched it, we were kind of like, what the hell? What's going on? Some mo- some scenes were like fever dream type scenes when we first watched it. Yeah. The last note that I have about why we like it so much is that it's a unique concept. But we kind of talked about that in the way that it's similar 
to drug use. It's also similar to the Ouija board. It's a lot of nuances based off of classic, basic horror tropes that we are all already familiar with. And that's what makes it unique, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, and I liked when um, I liked how they got possessed. Like they would switch into different different ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> and do different crazy shit. That shit was funny. That was so wild. And then you were you were like, I bet you would try this shit if it was real. I was like, maybe I would try it. Like what? You were. It is first, some scary shit though. Yeah. The first time I asked you if you would try this, you were like, one hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you? Why not? You gotta experience it once. Yeah. And I'm like, you you hear how that sounds, right? Okay, so one of the dislikes is when they were strapping them now with the belt and they were holding the hand, they should have held them now better with like better with like a chain or some shit mm-hmm. to make sure they were able to pull it pull it off. Or even hold onto the hand with a chain to pull it off. Like pull it off then. That way everybody would have been safe. The thing is is that they weren't really relying on safety, right? They were just like... They uh, just got a little too cocky with the process. They were doing it nonstop every single yeah. weekend or whatever it was that they were doing it. They just got cocky with the process and they thought it was a fun game. Like, they were just having silly fun. Yeah, they were just pulling all people, people off of it. But I'm sure they, were, they came into situations where it was hard to pull people off. <laughs> so I, like, think yeah. it's, I think it's mostly the most important thing is that they took it too far by including a child. Yeah. And that's what changed everything because... They didn't know how this was going to react to a child's body, to a child's mind, all of that stuff. And so they took it too far because they were having too much fun and not paying attention, being responsible. And then shit happened. Oh, you mean like when they went into all the adults, the adults were still strong enough to like let go. Exactly. But when it went into a kid, the kid let the, the demon possess, <laughs> possess him so much that he could, was not strong enough to let go. So the demon was taken over. Pretty again, much. Again, and it was again. kind of like the demon or whatever it was knew that they could get away with this with the kid because they were actually, there were foreshadowing moments where the demon would be possessing someone else and, go and it would kid. look at the kid and be like, I want you. So it was kind of foreshadowing the fact that whatever is possessing them knew they could get away with whatever they wanted to get away with in a child. Yeah. Ugh, that sucks. Yeah. That kid was... The kid was nice. I think he got back better at the end. They said that um, after well, yeah. a while, the go- the thing goes away. The mm-hmm. uh, demon. Also, the thing with her mom was kind of weird because... <laughs> yeah. Like, the mental shit with her mom. And I'm just like, what? It was another layer that... Yeah. I wouldn't say it was a reach. Because it was the whole arc of her, right? Why she was kind of antisocial and awkward and weird. But there were just some parts that were vague... That if yeah. you weren't really paying attention, really, really, really paying attention, you might have missed it. And like, in the, even the first time when we saw it, I was like, why she keeps calling her sister and brother? Like, and they're not even related. You have to watch it oh, the second yeah. time and figure out, oh, they, they're like cl- close friends that they call each other brother and sister. And that she, they help each other out. Yeah, that is the main character and her best friend and then the best friend's brother who ends up getting super possessed but yeah that was weird i thought that they were siblings or half siblings and then it later on you figure out that they were just really close friends they were like chosen family almost yeah because in the beginning the, the part with the her, the friend's mother the mother was mentioning her dad and i was like okay so are they like divorced and right her dad i was like what the f-? like they didn't explain that part. i agree you have to keep watching watching it to understand it and even in the movie they never explained it you they just, never really explained it yeah you just have to assume but which I get. You don't want to be too overly like, 
these people are not related. Yeah. Let's not let's make this crystal clear. I guess you just figure it out as you figure it out. But, but it I agree. I agree it was a little confusing. The only dislike that I have for the movie is that it was kind of predictable. I think I knew what was going to go on by the 75% mark when things were starting to kind of wrap up and become a complete story. It, I, I knew that she was going to die. I knew that she was going to die and I knew that she was going to end up becoming part of the hand process. But how did you know? Because she was... I don't know. It was just the way that the arc was going. Like the story. The story was setting itself up and it had to end in a tragic way like you just saw the main character fucking up all of her chances <laughs> of getting out of this situation successfully there was a moment there was a moment where you're like oh my gosh she understands that this is completely fucked up and she's gonna do better and then you see that she doesn't do that and once she doesn't do that and act- and she actually goes after the kid to kill the kid i'm like okay She's going down this path. This is not going to end well for her. She's going to end up dying or somebody's going to end up dying and they're going to become part of the hand thing. I just felt like the formula was set up and I knew it was going that way. Oh, that yeah, I sense. got you. I got you. Did you kind of get the vibe of that? I mean, I did, but I didn't think anybody was going to get killed. I thought the kid was going to get killed, but later later on when they were like the brother, I think it was a brother in the beginning. He said that after a while, he'll get good. He'll get mm-hmm. better. Yeah. But then she couldn't get herself better because she remember she got stuck in it, too. So she got fucked up. Yeah. So basically, they just had to like hold them down and tie them in jail or in their room until the demon gets out of them. Which is another kind of. That's what I thought they were going to live and it was going to be a good, happy ending. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And the way that you worded that, it actually makes me think about the the drug analogy in that you needed to kind of purge out the drugs. Right. And they just didn't want to wait it out. And so it, it, it led to. very bad things more shit happening yeah Yeah, exactly i love that analogy that's such a good analogy for this they are going to make a part two oh they they are yeah they said they're gonna make a part two because the hand is carries on to somebody else oh shoot do we know when that's coming out Nah, but you think they should put the same characters i don't think they should put the same characters i think there should be like a crossover moment where either one of the characters that are still alive provides some insight to the new set of people or we get to see the main character from this first one on the opposite side and she possesses someone. Do you think they should keep it in Australia or should it go to other... I mean, I guess they kind of explain that it's worldwide, right? Do you want it to be star-studded with an American cast? No. I was just saying, like, if you keep it in Australia, wouldn't everybody find out? <laughs> like well, Australia whole... is a whole-ass yeah. continent. It doesn't matter, right? Because on the opposite and it can be from anywhere we'll see what happens i just want to see what the new story is gonna be <laughs> yeah i'm i'm intrigued because then it looks like the same you know what I mean? you don't want it to be the same thing where somebody gets possessed like you want you want somebody to get possessed and they have to fight that possessed person exactly <laughs> i i get what you mean i don't want it to be another reiteration of the same movie because yeah. that's the main reason why i dislike remakes right like why are you doing it over if you know that the first one was superior sequels. anyway. Sequels, remakes, yeah. Sequels, remakes, all that all that jazz. Do we have a question for the audience? I think my question is, if you were put into the situation, say you walked in on in a party with all your friends and somebody pulled out a hand like this and, you know, the, did the whole spiel, would you take a chance and sit in the chair and hold the hand would you would you say talk to me we already we already discussed your decision but 100 percent hell no for me same <laughs> same goes with the ouija board i ain't touching that shit i've done the ouija board i'm not touching that shit and you're wild for that you you set up our um futures by by doing that i've done that shit many times 
fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm not touching that shit. It's so funny because I was having this conversation with other people as well. And a lot of people were like, hey, you know what? Well, I'll try it once. And I just <laughs> keep thinking about the drugs. Like, wait, you'll try it once? What do you mean? What if that one time seals your fate, yeah, bro? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Nah. But, I mean, if you know what, if you see the movie, you know what's going to happen. Would you really try it? Nah. Hell I guess we no. got to wait and see. If you say item plus possession, that's a hell fucking no for me. I, you don't even need to explain Lee, more. Right, I run out the door. Anyway, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. <laughs> um, if you liked today's episode and you want to hear more from us, do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. I want to say a big thank you for that five-star rating on Spotify. Y'all are awesome. I appreciate you. Keep doing that. Let your friends know and let them do that as well. It really helps boost our podcast so other people can check it out. But tune in next Wednesday because we're going to be talking about a video game that Ian and I, well, mostly me, wanted and Ian wanted nothing to do with. And then I had to convince him to get it, only for him to absolutely love it now. Whoops. Texas Chainsaw Massacre the game but for now we'll see you in the kitchen with a knife